Hello and welcome to Bam Pow TV, your weekly recap for Amazing Flash Television. <laughs> we are here to talk about you're only Team troll. Flash. So, like, you're that I, I have to leave because fuck Team Flash. Oh, boo! They make all the best decisions. Sure, why not? Never. Uh, so, I'm your host, Kenneth. Kenneth hit his head, and, and around the sure table we have Beatrice. Correct, not on Team Flash. And Monica. Well, I don't know if I've been on Team Flash for like a year and a half now. Sad Flash Day. <laughs> Uh, I'm so Katie Lots. we have all of the shows today. I'm team we Punisher. are <laughs> going to be covering uh, Supergirl, which is back. The Flash, Legion, Black Lightning's season finale, Krypton, episode two. Mm-hmm. Since someone decided to join us, it was both of you. We watched two and three. Now you're the one holding us no, back. We watched two. You hadn't watched two before. That's why we didn't talk about it last week. <laughs> because we because you didn't watch it. No, we watched two and three. We watched two episodes. No, we did that. No, you did not. Is there not we, two episodes out? We we skipped two last week because y'all hadn't watched it. We just watched episode two. We can go back and play is the it tapes. Three out? No, actually, I think five is out. Yeah, uh, we're behind. We're so behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yep, no. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and last but never least, Agents of Shield. B a n a n a s. That's not how you spell shield. I have, it, I have it right here in front of me. I think that's how you spell fucking Asian. So, uh, news of the week. By the time you are listening to this... Holy shit, y'all! In one day, and depending Ooh. on you listen, zero to twelve hours, we will be planting our pretty little butts in seats for Infinity Wars. Oh my, oh my god, god you guys are pretty. so close, I'm dying. I've been yelling at work a lot. This one tried to make plans on Thursday. Oh. Like, hey, let's all hang out in our apartment and watch a movie. And I was like, um, we have plans to watch a different movie in a theater. <laughs> Idiot. Yes, I'm dumb. I my may God. or may not have agreed before I really thought of it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's how hang on. My God. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, trying to prepare myself emotionally for the fact that Steve Rogers will probably die. I'm not ready for it. I'm like at a point mm. where like I should be preparing myself emotionally, but I'm trying to act like I don't give a shit and I'm prepped because I know it's coming, but I am going to be destroyed. We should <laughs> we should start a death pool. And, Steve Rogers. Okay, but we should do a draft. It's Steve Rogers. Okay. That's what's not happening? how a draft works. <laughs> no, like, what's happening? Okay. It's going to be Steve Rogers. I'm going to use my, my little draft thingy. Steve, I'll pick a fight anywhere. I don't care if you're alive or not. Bucky Rogers. Okay. Everyone put their finger on this. Man, I've heard that before. Hey. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, okay. I get first pick. Now you two do do next finger. What? For our death pool draft. Okay, second pick. Uh what do we each want to pick like two people we will it's think will die? It's gonna be Steve Rogers. Yeah, well too bad I get that pick because I'm a No, I don't want to play this. <laughs> this is dumb because it's but, gonna be Steve dude, Rogers. I think it's like fifty fifty Thor and Iron Man could also die. Oh, it's probably Loki. Loki's not gonna die. Loki, Loki never might, dies. Loki might die this he'll time. He'll die, but he'll die in that way where like Loki dies, but not really. Because mm. Loki's already died like three times and that's just it doesn't stick. Yeah, but when you have someone who kills half the universe, like I don't know. Either that or he'll come back as a small child. <gasps> oh, I am so Gasp! down for Kid Loki. Yeah, Kid Loki is oh, my favorite. I hate Best you Loki. so much for making me read that. Series. Yes, how dare she make you read I, fantastic comics? Right, just saying. Well, I got to the end of that. I straight up think I cried for an entire day. <laughs> it wrecked me. Yeah. Okay. Well, so anyway, let's jump into shot through the heart. And it's okay. No, that's no, no, no wrong Stop shot. It. This is S C H O T T. I love you the wrong way. I feel like 
that song hit you in the head or something. Lyrics work. <laughs> how do song? So uh, a coworker of mine this morning literally went, "Hey, can you guess what song is stuck in my head?" And I was like, "These are literally two of the things I hate the most: songs and guessing." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "No, really." I'm like, uh, "He's all, I'll give you ten dollars if you can do it." I was like, "Do I get any clues?" He's like, "No." I was all, "How cool. would you how guess about, that then?" How about five dollars and you give me three fucking clues? <laughs> I still didn't get it. No, like Aww. it was Beth by Kiss. I don't know, man. How you? How you ever guess that? How yeah, would that, I guess that? I literally told him. I was like, I am not. I am not good head. at music, and I. I don't know anything. I guess pre two thousand and four. Bananas in pajamas. Well, no, he's like the first clue was both the band and the title of the song are only four letters, and I went cool. No. And then all I could think was Bono, and that's not the name of a band. No, it's not. And then he was like, it's from the eighties, and I was like, cool. All I can think now, oh, was Bee Gees. That's also or he said 70s. I know. I was like, I'm. this is why I'm really bad at this. <laughs> I'm never taking you to trivia Can we night. focus? Can you like, be a leader here? <laughs> okay. Kinda? So we're talking about uh, Supergirl's return. This is Hold up. I'm 14. great at trivia. <laughs> no, no. You no. say trivia. Shh. Well, no. I wouldn't participate hey, in that round. Hey, Hello. I'm going to get my hidden stick. No. I don't okay. like the night. Um, throw M&Ms at you. So this episode opens with the toy man dying. Definitely did not think he was dead. But apparently he was. I'm yeah. fine with it. I had like 50-50 oh. odds that he was going to come back. Oh, yeah. I, I I thought it was a, some sort of long con thingy. But... I have to say straight up, I was not excited about this episode. I really was pissy that we'd already done this. And the way it was shot in like the trailers for the episode, it looked like Wynn was going to go evil. And we'd have to talk about the ledge. And you need Super to stop Robert watching Ca- trailers. I do need to stop. Because like, this legit. episode was great. They set weird preconceived expectations and i feel especially for tv since it's just out every yeah. week normally like you're just you're yeah. you're ruining your fun the, the real problem with promos yeah, with, with tv promos is that they're made by marketing they're not made by anybody involved with creative mm-hmm. aspect of the show so they will lie to you yeah so that anyway, should be that is, should be your new year's resolution really thought, stop watching tv promos I, I really thought i was gonna hate this and it was pretty good it was surprisingly good especially coming off of the high of legends, legends of bebo like how do you go from that to this <laughs> Hashtag praise bebo Woo! all hail a bag of poop oh <laughs> yeah i mean is it bebo poop can we focus so uh at they're all at the funeral he's apparently dead stuck in the ground and then win's mom shows up and is like hey what's up and he's like no go to hell and then uh toy man's casket blows up and people think he's got some weird long con um, though I do like that Wynn had his corpse examined by like three separate oh, yeah, unrelated yeah. people just to make sure he was actually dead <laughs> yeah no that that definitely checks out Wynn continues since the opening of season two to be my favorite yeah Wynn's great my- he is consistently great while everyone else kind of like fluctuates but and, he is just consistently yeah. awesome my biggest problem with Wynn is the post season one when he's no longer a love interest like they haven't known what to do with him really and so he just kind of drifts into episodes every now and again and i wish he had a more consistent presence because mm-hmm. i feel he's one of the better actors on this show oh, and yeah. like just every time he shows up he kills it i do also like whenever they let him go out into the field and you get to see his like combat skills evolve mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. always nice for me yeah i do like to see every once in a while him being really competent at mm-hmm. what he does like he's not a fighter, but he is really smart and he has good tactical sense. Yeah. yeah. Also, I just want Superman to come back so that he can make big old hard eyes at him. Again. Uh, I know. Anyway, what's uh? So that's storyline A. Storyline B involves John's dad. Yeah. Yeah. Which and, is so hard to watch. Oh my god! Like I got teary eyed twice. 
this is I feel like we're we're getting to an age where we start to be concerned about the health of our parents. So this is hitting me like a fucking I don't break. like it. Well, my grandfather had dementia and it was tough watching my mom and him interact. Mm-hmm. And then like my mom had a stroke. And when I went to see her in the hospital, she actually didn't know who I was, which is fair. Like half of her body didn't work. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. Um, so it's tough to watch just because like it's hard watching the kids or the people who love the person who's forgetting it's hard watching their reactions, and then you see the guilt of the person when they were... Remi- anyway. Yeah. It's tough. Yay. So, I'm, I'm glad this didn't drag out that... Yeah. That, uh, that his... That, what is what is Sean's dad's name? Dad. Mirren. Mirren? Yeah. M apostrophe Y-R-N-N, I believe. Okay. He's fucking Mars Merlin. That sounds right. Yeah, okay. Uh, I like that he decided to tell yes. Jean. And I liked that Jean wasn't mad at Alex. I'm glad Alex wasn't mad at Mirren mm-hmm. and John, Jean wasn't mad at Alex. That is so healthy for interpersonal relationships. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, five years ago, they would have made this whole thing like a three-episode arc of all of them being angry at each other for stupid shit. And I just really appreciate, appreciate that somehow over its 11-episode hiatus, it got better. Yeah. And even, like, just... Ugh, everyone was so great in because you can definitely you can I don't like what Mirren did but you can see where he's coming from especially mm-hmm. with these problems he's having yeah and mean, then like, keeping it a secret Jean going to Alex and be like hey what you know what happened I thought we were having a nice time and her saying like we I had a great time this isn't my thing to tell and mm-hmm. like communicating that hey there is a problem but also I'm not going to be gossipy about it. Yeah. You yeah. need to go have a conversation well, with your dad. I think that shows that how much she cares about the both of them, too. Is She straight up was like, no joke, beside anything else, I had a great time, and I want to come back. I mm-hmm. love both of you. However, there was a thing. I can't tell you about it. You got to go talk to your pops. Yeah. yeah it yeah. was both kind and respectful, and I really... Mm-hmm. Ugh, damn it. I'm so mad. <laughs> it so good. I did, I'm happy. I hope Supergirl can keep I, this upswing going. If it keeps this up, like, I feel like the writer's room watched Legends and then wrote episodes. Yeah, and we're like, oh, wait, people can communicate? Wait, what? That's what? weird. So strange. Well, and we only have a, a handful more of episodes, right? Aren't we already, like, halfway through the season? Um, no, because there's only three Supergirls, and then it was, like, 11 oh, that's Legends. Right. Yeah. It wasn't 11. I mean, I we're on episode ridiculous. 14. I don't know how many the season is slated for, but it, you know, it could be another six seven or something okay well i'm i'm just i'm hoping that either they do a bunch of filler episodes in a row and we get zero progress like we don't even see rain oh no next like, episode has rain in it <sighs> sorry you know if they're quote filler episodes like this though i'm down I'm for down. it yeah yeah no. this was i technically I a filler episode yeah i don't know if it qualifies because well, it had character progression it had people mm-hmm. pushing their story arcs forward just not the main story well, arc. Yeah, i would say uh filler is wrong episode more of a standalone that it doesn't okay, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah, doesn't yeah. involve the you main could, arc of the yeah, season if someone was right. like hey i really want to watch supergirl where should i start you go oh don't start anywhere just watch this episode yeah mm-hmm. let me get you invested in these people and then make you watch the garbage yeah like uh <laughs> like people want to get into doctor who and you have them watch blink Yes, mm-hmm. Blink is great. Blink is great, and it tells you where the show is going to end up. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, the, my problem with a lot of the rain episodes is that nothing happens. It's a lot of running in place. Yeah. So if we're not going to do anything, I would just say let's do a bunch of other stuff, and then do three episodes in a row to end the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I feel like is how shows normally do it a lot more too is and, and i i don't know if that's a trap that cw has kind of fallen down into where they want to have the overarching 
season story, but then put too much focus on it where I hate myself for saying this. Maybe they should take a look at like Bones or something where you have like the first two episodes. You guys, if you could see my face right the, now. The like <laughs> the mid season finale. Am I having and a then stroke? the last three episodes are happening? all like the season story is and everything Kenneth else is just stroke? kind of monster of the week type thing. Yeah, more Who's like having a stroke. <laughs> well, I do smell toast. So oh, no. like old school CW shows like on Buffy where you would have maybe four or five episodes throughout the whole season that actually progress the main arc and then the rest of them are monster in a week with tiny nods to the overall mm-hmm. arc which is fine and you can do that i prefer a more continuous arc but not if you're not going to do it correctly yeah it if you're focusing on the main storyline it has to do Move. something every episode it. has to do something with it cough, otherwise cough, black lightning cough cough yeah, yeah. otherwise I mean, you're just standing in place and then i should have gotten a monster of the week episode yeah not every not every show can be season one of veronica mars holy shit every episode every, is both a monster of the week and also and relevant progresses the it is one of the still. most magical seasons of television i've ever seen mm-hmm. it's amazing because like they should teach classes in film school oh yeah because when you rewatch it Every episode is a fully contained story, a mystery of the week, more rather than a monster, yeah. but contains a clue a tiny pebble towards awesome. the big episode. Yeah, and when and upon rewatching it, you realize yeah, how like, much you pick up along the way. Oh my god. Yeah. So great. Anyway, sorry. So, uh back to this, we basically it's a will they won't they of uh Wynn's mom and him and reconciling the 20 years that they haven't seen each other. She wants to be back in his life. She puts forward, Oh, Hey, you know, your dad said, if I ever come back around, he would kill you. He's a terrible dude. And when's like, Oh no, that doesn't sound like him. Blah, blah, blah. He wasn't that bad. He just snapped all of a sudden. And then as the, episode progresses you know we just keep learning she keeps oh dropping little yeah, little tiny like, hints of what their life yeah, actually was he was terrible the whole yeah. time and just mm-hmm. hit it i also like she it was her who had a comment it was basically like nobody just snaps mm-hmm. like y- there is build up yeah there are signs there are mm-hmm. things you notice that you don't notice you're noticing or you know it all winds up to the moment when the snap occurs yeah but nobody just flips a switch and is a psycho no it's like, I mean, shocker. I know a lot about serial killers and things what? like that. But as, as much as there's this weird mythos idea of the loner killer and everybody always saying... Oh, he, he was so a- sweet. That's quiet and straight a nice up a lie. man. Anybody involved in these people's lives always knew they were weird. Always knew there was something Something off. off but they never yeah. talk about it. They're just like, I don't know. He was quiet and kept to himself. Mm-hmm. But it was like, he was weird. He stared at cats a lot. <laughs> or just something well, random. I like that whole, like, oh, he was quiet and kept to himself. I'm like, no, that was your own, like, security system inside of you going, don't spend time with this person. Yeah. Like, anybody who ha- who has it, you should you should read um, The Gift of Fear. It is a great story that will, a great, a great book about how to trust the inner voice inside you yeah. that tells you when 10,000 years yeah. of evolution and the development of our fear center. Like, yeah. you should probably trust it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially for women, man. Don't let society tell you to be nice to people. No. If somebody tells you that dude's a creep, he's a creep. He's a creep. But anyway, yeah, but I like <laughs> I really like them pointing out that his idea that he had just snapped is so flawed and it's just not really based in reality, but because yeah. he was a child. How would he? Yeah. And his yeah. memories are going to be fogged and they're going to mm-hmm. be rose colored and they're going to be romanticized a little because it was his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and also the idea that I think for him, he had always held her as complicit with his right. dad. But I like the show pointing out that she was terrified mm-hmm. and she thought 
that she was making the best decision to protect him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, long story short, because we need to wrap this up, it turns out um, Toy Man had flipped one of the guards in the prison, recruited her as his new disciple to carry on the, the toy legacy. They... Her, his mom gets captured. They go and rescue her. Um, we get actually a pretty cool Monel um, Jurassic Park thingy, what and it made me very that happy. Weird cape. I didn't understand that at all. I, I don't know. It's cape tricks. I don't know. Right. I, it was strange. Who knows? It reminded me a lot of like trying to snap somebody in the butt with a towel. And <laughs> I, I assume he had a lot of like locker room shenanigans with his friends in the future. All Maybe right. who knows? Very homoerotic. I mean, it's a good way of showing that he has learned more skills while mm-hmm. he's been gone. But I also was like, that cape is not that long. How is he doing this? <laughs> okay, so actually, we need to talk about Seaside on this, which is Monel wanting to talk to Supergirl, and this stupid fucking show trying to put forward, oh, it is a love triangle thingy, when it really is legit. Just him saying, "Hey, there's this problem I just found out about. It involves you. You need to know about it." But the way they had him say it every time was like oh can we go get drinks and talk about this thing my wife told me and it just well yeah the way he phrased oh we got into a fight because she lied to me and can we go talk about it yeah i would be like car and go no yeah and i'm not here for this i like that cara stood up for herself and said no i can't be that person for you and then him also going oh shoot that's not Not what i meant meant. i'm a dum-dum Look, I do like that there thing. was that moment where he was yeah. like, I definitely phrased that wrong. So at least they recovered. But yeah. like, hey, show, don't dick me around. Yeah. Plus side, though, mm-hmm. they did, again, wrap it up in an episode. And I feel like hopefully they are actually learning that we don't have time for this bullshit communication yeah. stuff. I wasn't sure how to take that the end of that conversation at the bar, the way it was shot and the way they were looking at each other. I'm hoping that it means that they're reestablishing an equilibrium where they're friends and they can still talk and trust each other. Mm -hmm. But some of it felt like tension. Romantical. And I'm like, I'm not here for that. No, thank you. He's married. I don't care about anything else. That's gross. Mm -hmm. Not here for it. But I crossed my fingers. Yeah. Wait, this one had a dinosaur, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He, in the toy store. Okay, because just I then remembered that it was on Flash also. there was a dinosaur on Flash. Or no, was that, was, that was this, this week, week too. Yeah. There's a dinosaur on both of these shows. I, you know, I hey, wonder CW, if they like writer rooms call each other. No, nah, they probably someone at CW like tech was all, "Hey, we just like got this new tech in to make CGI dinosaurs. <laughs> Hit me up." And they're both like, "Yeah, yeah we could right. do this." It's too okay. bad Legends couldn't also have been on this week with a dinosaur, right? Be amazing. And then somehow there's a dinosaur on Arrow, and we're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> Seems right. Okay, so let's jump over to our Scarlet Speedster with uh, episode 18 of The Flash. I'm mad about this show. The show frustrates me. Um, because it... even though they were they were talking about how, oh, this episode, our bad guy is not going to be a speedster. And I was like, cool, that's great and different. Somehow, we still came back around to the big bad is wearing the face of one of our friends. Like, how? That's happened a lot. How? I mean, for like two minutes. And then he morphed into um, DeVoe's original face still. again. It's, yeah, I mean, I eh. still know it's him. Oh, I guess. But it's also well, like Ralph 20 Dini other people dead. in there. Yeah. yeah. Nah, Dini he's not dead. dead. They're they're going to bring him back. I am optimistic. Because he's the last body that DeVoe oh, collected. Yeah. And if anyone's brain would be able to, like, Snap elasticity. Back. Ah. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I, I think myself. they'll bring him back. And then he's going to go over to Legends. 
and I don't know, make out with Constantine or something. Ah! <laughs> Kenneth, write me that fan fiction. <laughs> so, um, out a very very long story short for this one they they tracked down edwin gauze the folding man um he who was both hilarious and really annoying man hippies y'all i fucking hate them man <laughs> but like also i liked him it was weird I, he was he was pretty delightful i felt like he was doing an impression of the big lebowski kind of it was weird um, i don't like that movie so i barely that movie's hell overrated correct up top my good man it's it's like the Scarface of less broy dudes, <laughs> and I yeah. don't have time for that. Scar- that might be one of the best, like, what is it, <laughs> simile or whatever of that I've ever seen. Analogy. Thank you. Um. Boop yeah. boop boop. Yeah, they I don't have much to say about. This I mean, episode. the only thing that really happened in this episode is we lost Ralph. Yeah, that's literally Ral- it. Ralph. We wanted tried to, to like get there. We got tricked again yeah. by Devoe, and he took Ralph. And it's dumb. Like it's it's just like on Arrow with fucking Damien Dark. He's this guy's too powerful. Too powerful. I don't He's too like smart. It. We can't get ahead of him. So why don't we even try? Yeah. And also we had this whole we had this argument the entire episode between Barry and Ralph about how we shouldn't kill this guy. And we about, should definitely kill this about guy. Halfway through the episode, I look over at Monica and I'm like, I can't get invested in this argument because I think we should probably we kill should this kill guy. this guy. Like, there's no reason. This is my main problem with a bunch of superheroes. Is yes, generally you probably shouldn't kill people if you're going to call yourself a hero. But there is that five percent of the time where this motherfucker needs to be put down. Joker. And you have yes. to make. The hard call. I'm looking at you, Batman, you piece of well, shit. Because the thing is, is that you can't say, you can't be an absolutist and say, um, I kill 100% of the time or I kill 0% of the time. I think killing when you're a hero should be your last resort. Last resort, but you but it went should through be a bunch the, of other stuff. It should be on the it table. It should be on the table. Yeah. This All is I'm bullshit. saying is, if Superman is able to kill every now and again, it should be on Flash's table. He killed Zod, even in the comics. No, I know, but like, why is... Well, because Why he, I it's feel okay like for Superman. No, because I'm saying, in my opinion, he is basically the paragon of oh the good guy superhero mm-hmm. with the absolute moral center, and he can kill, and he kills every now and again. He doesn't like doing it. It is the absolute last resort. But he's Literally. killed Zod and he's killed Doomsday. I have these exact same sentiments about Captain America. <laughs> Captain America, <laughs> it's not really he is a moral last center. resort though. He's much more of a, a war dude. Who understands? Hey, but it's his last resort. He doesn't like killing either. He'll do it, but he doesn't want. I mean, yeah, to. like outside of wartime. Outside of wartime, when he's Captain America and I've he's not him gun in a down war. Hella, like aim people on top of a train and stuff. Like, I don't know. Maybe that was just a weird comic with a weird writer or something. Yeah. But he's gunned down people like crazy. I feel Wait, like what comic was that? Because usually that, he just uses his shield. Captain doesn't carry only Bucky yeah, he, carries a gun. Yeah, maybe was it Bucky Cap? I don't because that's think so. different. Okay, I'll research this and get back okay, to yeah. us next week. I'm just like, but... Steve Rogers as Captain America is the moral center of Marvel for mm-hmm. me, in my opinion. He's the same as Superman in that killing someone is on the table, but it is the last, last resort, mm-hmm. and he will try anything except that. But he is not averse to making the call because yeah. he was in a war. He knows the stakes. He understands how sometimes death is all that's left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, like we we talk about um, like Jessica Jones at the end of season one, where she is, where she kills that guy because that guy needed, that guy needed to, die. to die. That guy cannot be allowed loose on unsuspecting nope, civilians. Nope, nope. You he just you have to put him down. 
And yeah, that's my problem with with this whole episode is that we spend the whole episode arguing about how good guys don't kill, and it's all about Ralph's journey to becoming a good guy and deciding that you can't kill. Where the only one with a head on his shoulders. If he had killed that guy, we'd this whole be thing fine. Would be over. So I'm just I'm just mad about it. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this is another show that actually would fit very well with what Veronica Mars did, where you have person of the week type thing mm-hmm. with just five minutes per episode most of the time um the thinker and the mechanic doing evil behind the scenes Mm -hmm. puppet mastering and the team doesn't know about it most of the time yes we the audience know but they don't know yeah Yeah. and then it all culminates in the last three yeah and it's just not as annoying yeah. Because it's just it having them show up the entire season is very Damien Darky where you're just like, man, you know, you can't have the villain lose because you need them for the big bad. Mm-hmm. But it gets frustrating to watch Us Team Flash lose, lose all the time. Yeah, you know, like eleven out of the eighteen episodes so yeah. far. Well yeah, and especially they, they really put a bow on it at the end of this episode where they looked at that board and all those people are dead. Yeah. All of they're them. All, dead. all of them. Like good God. The worst part, too, is it's like you said, he knows exactly what's going to happen. He's thought it all through. And so legitimately, the moral of this episode is we should have done nothing. We should not have gone after the folding man. We should have just stayed and played like fucking Monopoly and drink coffee and done nothing. I'm like, like, honestly, an, an open question to the writers of this show or anybody else. What am I supposed to take away from this episode other than we should have killed him? We should have done nothing I, and we should have killed the bad guy. I honestly don't know what other what Miles what else my reaction should be. Yeah. Is to take Ralph's side and say we should have killed him. Yeah. So then Barry's reaction next week should be we have to kill this guy. Literally if that isn't a thing that's said out loud, I'm gonna lose my shit. Whatever. I don't know. So yeah, I'm, I'm mad. I'm also I'm mad. Season one flash. I'm also mad because they, they don't know what to do with Ralph. As much as I like him, he is a completely different person every week. Yeah. Every single week, his character is different. Man, she's angry. Angry. I liked him this week. Well, yeah. Um, I was I, on his side. Yeah. Every third episode, I ba- I'm back to loving Ralph Dibney. Yeah. Um... Killer Frost lost her powers. Yo, can no! we talk? Harry O'Deed. She's like so bummed out that Killer Frost is gone. I really liked that they were writing I each know. other notes. It's so cute. I mean, I was I was so excited that the two of them are friends because they they drew that parallel between the two of them and and the Hulk mm-hmm. and about how Bruce and the Hulk can never reach an equilibrium. Mm-hmm. They never get to a point where they even trust each other or respect each like they there's a little maybe a little bit respect mm-hmm. but, but not trust no and so they have to have the two of them like each other that they're becoming friends and to just ah oh, that sucks yeah um but hopefully she's still like folded up within caitlin's body yeah. and we can get her back yeah yeah so as much as that bums me out i don't hate that as a character choice like yeah. i i respect that plot as an interesting character mm-hmm. turn for her. Um, but, man, all this shit with Ralph is garbage. Um, I loved the, the mechanic versus Iris. And they were like, oh, I must love my husband more. And then Iris literally impaled herself on Dude, a sword for man. And I was oh like, who loves who more now? That was sick. It, it always... Um, it, it's always to me like one of the ultimate badass moves to put your hands on the sword Ugh. because to have to who cut, grabs the knife to have to grab the sharp edges with your hands and pull 
Oh, that takes some fucking fortitude. Well, I literally, I thought of, um, I thought of Die Hard 4. Oh, yeah! When he, like, shoots himself in an open mm. bullet wound to get to the bad guy. Wait, you mean they're, uh, how do we get around our only PG-13 rating? Yeah, and how, how do we mother- not say, <sighs> yeah. Yep, the Flash, anyway, the done, flash, oh, whatever. Wait. Oh, I, t- I did my one thing. Oh, Irish actually, thing. one thing I will say about this also, I have so many last minute thoughts. <laughs> I really like how this show is handling Barry and Iris, though. Oh because my God, it's I so feel like, good. Yeah, every time two people get married or they it get always, together or whatever. I'm looking at you, and, Lois and Clark, yeah, the Adventures of Superman. Like, they are having problems, but they are normal within the context of it's a superhero family. Yeah. It feels, Marital problems. Feels and, organic. Yeah. And they talk about it and he's like, look, you know, this terrible thing happened. I just want to pack this up. I just, I just need a bit of time. She's like, you know, fuck it. That's totally cool. I'll be here. And he's like, I know. And I love that about you. And like, it's they're they're talking and it's so weird to see. And I don't know. I really like it. I, and, I am very pleased with how they're handling their relationship. That, that feels to me so healthy to tell each other, tell the other person what you need. Yeah. And sometimes what you need is them. And sometimes what you need is, is not space. them and mm-hmm. space. And then I really like that Iris wasn't sad or offended. There mm-hmm. wasn't like a moment where she looked sad and the music played gross mm-hmm. or something. She literally went, cool. I'll see you at home. Yeah. I'll be there yeah. when That's you need me. That's what a healthy relationship is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So over to other very healthy relationships let's talk about the season finale of black lightning holy shit this show you guys man what are we gonna do without black lightning every week like i'm not okay sob uncontrollably i assume i mean i feel like as we're stuck watching the flash oh my god speaking (laughs) speaking of shows where sometimes you just have to shoot somebody in the fucking face man you know who's here to get shit done gamby gamby and lynn she's like oh yeah fuck it i got a shotgun oh my god kill some fools so cool i was like lynn i am starting to really dig you uh, everybody this episode had their fucking game face on yeah Jen, Jen? losing her shit oh man love it okay love so it. jefferson's near death uh he gets evac'd by the rest of the pierces and gamby to mm-hmm. gamby's like secret off the grid hideout Legit, spot i'm pretty sure we rented that kevin that is an airbnb kevin. <laughs> Ooh, oh man can we rent that that would be so great um uh, Jefferson has some flashbacks with his dad. We get a bit more fleshing that was out. Nice, actually. That like was, that and I really like what the show's doing. Uh, of when you have flashbacks, you have both the young kid, and then sometimes yes. it flips into the older person in that same scene. It reminded me a lot of Black Panther mm. when we see Eric's yeah. flashbacks. Eric's flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So more of that. I dig that. Oh, hashtag dad stuff. Oh my god, that stuff. Well, and okay, anytime I talk about black culture, I always get a little nervous because I'm As very much should. white. Hella white. But. Unlike me, oh, I tan so well. You're getting uh, a sunburn in these lights. Little spots <laughs> right all over my skin. But we, we see a lot in culture the absence of the good dad in, in a black family. Yes. And a lot of that is, you know, obviously socioeconomic with yeah. over over prison population and, you know, over policing and shit. It's also racist bullshit. Also racist bullshit. But it's so nice in this show to see multiple good dads. Yes. How we see how Jefferson is a good dad and how he was. And then we get to see this week how he was influenced by his dad, who was also great. Yeah. Who always put his kid first, but was also really committed to doing the right thing Mm -hmm. when we see all the kids we see more kids that mention good dads than Mm -hmm. kids that mention bad dads like lamont you know my dad's name is lamont and you don't look like a lamont (laughs) and i just really like that the show is putting a more positive take on 
you know, African American families in America. Yeah. That's really great. So, uh, we find out that Tobias was the one who had Lala revived. So, unfortunately, I think Lady Eve is just off the table, and that makes me sad. I mean, is he? Is he, though? I don't think so. Lala. What a bummer to finally tell us who brought him back, how it works, and what the tattoos mean. And then then boom! And then make him a bomb mule. I want to see him be covered in tattoos. I know. Just driven slowly mad by all the people he's Uh, killed. Also, Lala was so fascinating after he came back. Yeah. And I was like, no more Lala. I I think he's going to be back. I don't think Tobias is done with him. I think he just makes him again. Yeah. Uh, I want it. I want it so much. A lot less parts of him this time around. Uh, he just doesn't have like an elbow. He just goes in with a squeegee and kind of collects. Oh. <laughs> You're gross. <laughs> um, so especially because he gets his actual superhero name, the Tattooed Man, mm-hmm. like in this episode. Yo, um, Tobias named like three people in this episode. He's, he's the Cisco he's of like, this show. He's just throwing out names. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've got Cyanide. Yeah. Uh, we've got painkiller yes and tattoo Tattoo man Man. i love it oh my god i am here for this show i didn't i don't think i realized that the things that um what's the painkiller khalil khalil that khalil shoots come from him yeah it's It's like when spider-man actually had the webs come out of his body that was the fucking worst i'm super glad they retconned the shit out of that they did not retcon that excuse me what'd they do it that stupid ass movie retconned his actual web shooters that he oh that's right built. that's right the Tobey Maguire one just had Jesus. it come out of retconned. his body Ugh. I apologize My big fat butt wow well I mean oh, was it taking a turn didn't they wasn't that in comics for a while and then Spider Man died and then like was reborn from like, a giant spider man we don't talk about <laughs> spider totems oh my god it got real fucking what weird. Is wrong? And then we had Spider Island, and then like all of New York was spider people. Oh, and when, uh, Spider-Man traded the wife, the life of his wife for his grand, or for his. It, aunt, it wasn't the life; it was their love, and they both made traded it together. And it was the s- third stupidest thing in comics ever. Is the second stupidest Werewolf Steve, and is the no, first stupidest ew. Time Bullets? Time Bullets. No, time werewolf bullets Steve is, on the list. is awesome. Time Bullets is hella dumb, <laughs> and fucking. Spider Clones with Ben Riley initially was very dumb. That killed comics in the 90s. Like, it murdered comics for a decade. Yeah, comic sales slumped like crazy. What was Ben Riley? It it turned out Spider Man, like, had kids and then all this stuff but then it was actually a clone of spider-man and then there was spider-man and ben riley his clone running around and it was just this jumbled up mess of a story that people it's like you know what i think i'm out maybe i'm done with comics for a while i'm gonna go play these new video game things and (laughs) like it it jacked up comics so all right well well let's let's get back to business okay so anyway (laughs) that's a a fucking black lightning (laughs) how did that happen uh so Inspector Henderson, totally awesome. Yes. Did not see that coming. I am very, like, I thought this guy was going to be crooked. And just, he has really? turned out. I don't know, dude. Because, like, just so much of Freeland police. He didn't have any power before he was made deputy commissioner. He was just, he, like, a lieutenant. He wasn't even a captain of a precinct. Yeah, but, I mean, that random, those random detectives didn't have any power. But they had a lot of sway because. Because they were corrupt. Yeah, I thought he was corrupt initially also oh see i just thought he was gonna die i assumed he was not corrupt and i assumed he was gonna die 
So I'm glad nah. he survived. Yeah, I am too. Because he's Is awesome. it weird that I assumed he wasn't corrupt because he was one of the few black police officers? No, I also assume that everybody on the show who is white is dirty. But yeah, yeah like that's, that's and I'm like everyone who's black is cool. It's not bad. There oh were my... at least a couple corrupt black ops that we saw. It was I think so. Yeah, it was okay. earlier on. No, that's but great. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, I no, they're they're an so... equal opportunity shitty police force. <laughs> I have to say how much I love that in all popular media that I consume, anytime somebody says make America great again, they're you know evil. they're a bad guy. Oh, man. I love that. Also, that guy was like gross. I so gross. And enjoyed like, the heck out of him though. I did, because but I, man. For a moment I was like, maybe this guy is too gross. And then I went, Oh no. What if it's just this is what it's like for black people? Like, it's this much more mm-hmm. gross. Well, yeah, I, I think there's a level of schadenfreude here that we can't appreciate because yes. we're white. Right. But there's That's probably why, something very enjoyable yes. to watch <laughs> as a black audience. I was yeah. watching this going, this feels over the top. This feels too much. And then I took a second and I went, oh, like, this isn't for me. Wait, let this me turn is- the news on and yeah. see what's <laughs> no, happening. No, literally, like, on the couch, mid-episode, I went, oh, this isn't for me. Oh, I get it. This isn't my thing. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so to have him say all that horrible garbage and then get shot in the face. Amazing. Pretty great. Dude, also, like, I love great. that Gamby was like, nah, fuck this. Yeah. No no, <laughs> no deal. Yeah. No negotiations. Just, He's just like, nah, I'm done. And, I and then how- he makes like some comment about like, oh, you know, you guys take off. I need to take the trash out. Yeah. It's like, I also love Gamby. that not a single member of the Pierce family went, oh, no. Don't do that. <laughs> like not a single one of them, even after, not a single one was like, Oh, Gamby, how could you? All of them were like, like that feels right. Cool. Yeah, let's move on. Let's uh, next. go. Yeah. <laughs> like and anybody out there in the audience who feels like that was too severe, like this guy spent a lifetime trying to murder children. Like black children. Yeah. I don't think we would have anyone in the audience no. who would think that is too severe. Also, I think I we would have driven them off by this point. Who, <laughs> anyone who is in the audience watching the show or listening to this podcast who thinks that stopped watching the show after episode one and hasn't <laughs> listened to our podcast in years. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. We, we, we lost them We burned that bridge a while ago. <laughs> I'll burn it again. Yeah. I, Up I, top. I just, I feel like there is... <laughs> Except I love that, so it's fine. I did that for you. Thank you. I feel like there is a section of comics fandom that thinks that heroes should never kill 100% of the time, and it frustrates me. So I just like, if you're out there, eh. You're dumb. You're dumb. We just had this conversation, yep. and you're dumb. Also, Gamby's not a hero. He can kill whoever he wants. That's what's great about Gamby, is when you have somebody on your side. Who's, like, fine with it. Who's He's like, just, I, yeah. I'm, not already, I'm already spent. Like, mm-hmm. I'll do it. You guys don't have to do it. Let me put this on my, like, list. That's that's what I liked so much about having Bucky as Captain America. Was that I was like, no, he's I'll just, just like, no, I'll just do it. I'll just do it. <laughs> Poor Steve is just like, oh, I gotta be, like, I gotta be good. I gotta do the right yeah. thing. And Bucky's like, I'm just gonna shoot him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta read some Bucky Cap. Bucking We're gonna get on books. that. Yeah. How you doing over there, buddy? So good. <laughs> Anyway, Black Lightning is a gift. I cannot wait for season two. Yeah. And I think I just want to rewatch this season forever. Uh, I just like, want to talk for five minutes about how... Desert Island Television. About how great Jennifer was this episode. Holy shit! How when everybody else is like, no, fuck this, we have to fight. She was also like, we have to fight! No, I like that too, because yeah. she was... she. What I love about the show is how different all of the women are, mm-hmm. and it's okay. And Jennifer mm-hmm. is not handling this well. <laughs> like... 
Anissa is in it to win it. Oh, yeah. And Lynn is like, well, I'm just doing this to keep my family alive. And like, I'll just do whatever it takes. And Jen is like, no, I'm going to cry all the time because <laughs> this is scary and I don't like it. And I love it. And then, but when it counts, like when it matters, the Pierce side of Jennifer went, fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. We don't leave. We don't give up. We're Pierce's. You have to murder us over our cold, dead bodies. Wait, you think I'm going to let them run me out of town fuck before that. prom? Nope. No. Also, I, love I loved her, her like jumpstarting Jefferson's yes! powers again. I was that was hella all cool. I, I don't know if she knew she could do that or if she was just so stressed out her powers I, turned on and she just hugged him. Yeah, I think she was freaking out. Yeah, hugged she was him, like, and don't it was just die. a very Well now we know she's literally benefit. his generator. Yeah. Well and then we got to his see her gen erator. Oh my god, they need to make that joke next no. season. No. Probably while he's like wearing her, like, an a oversized <laughs> backpack that she sits in. Oh my god! I need this in my life. And I liked that she used her power you. offensively just once. That was nice too to protect her mom. Yeah, I, technically twice because she also slammed Proctor up and down a little bit. Oh, that's right! I love <laughs> oh, that. That was so great. And, her and then she did like, like a hair flip. Hey, you probably shouldn't do I like, that or I like whatever. How, I like how yeah, Jefferson's like Jen, and she's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I do not she's care. Such a good she, teenager. She gave yeah, such a great, amazing teenage, like, teenage eye roll. Ugh, whatever, dad. dad. <laughs> Everything about this was amazing. It was the show so great. Was so good. The fight was so good. I love them how how they fight, like how they work together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I love Gamby mm-hmm. pretending to be dead on the carpet. That was up so and shooting cool. that guy. Oh yeah. Ugh. Everybody, it's just like this whole show is just competency porn left and right, and I am here for it. <laughs> and then we have that great scene of them all together on the porch at the end, and it went on just long she enough like, that so I got nervous. Out. She was like, "Oh no, something horrible going to happen." <laughs> And I was like, I don't think so, Boo. I don't, this is an arrow. It's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, I could really get used to shows ending on just a nice a happy note. season like, note. It's and fine. Like, you it doesn't still always have, have to end with a nuke. Yeah. Or a cliffhanger. And you, you got a nice cliffhanger of Tobias, Cyanide, and Painkiller, like getting that briefcase that Proctor had. Yeah. Him opening it, getting a very... Um, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yes, yeah. thank you. Vibe from it. And so you have that like, oh, I want to see what's in that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come watch this next season. Without having to have someone look like they died. Yeah, I agree. Excellent. More of this next year, Black Lightning. Also, please keep it to 13 episodes. That was perfect. Agreed. Okay. Over um, from stuff that makes a lot of sense to... Fuck it. Let's go to Legion, where I don't understand anything (laughs) that's going on. Nothing makes any sense. Nothing ever makes sense, which is, you know, fine. Yeah. What happened this episode? Um... So it, the the last remaining monk turned out to be one of the teeth chattering people that they had locked up. He was able to escape. Uh, I think he let himself be locked up. I I could definitely see that. Yeah, let himself he get d- captured he so he, he could get there. Yeah, he's not a teeth teeth chattering. He's typhoid monk. Well, he's he's songbro monk. No, but he's a carrier. He's the reason they all get the teeth chattering disease. Wait, was he? Yeah, they talked about that in the episode. He's the carrier of the disease. He's he's like typhoid Mary. Yeah. 
it doesn't affect him, but everywhere it goes, it's in it affects other. Hey, look at that! Even in the wiki thing. Yeah. Meanwhile, the monkey's <laughs> infected. How... Man, I miss that completely. <laughs> this show confuses yeah. the heck out of me. That's I don't know what's Farouk, going on. That's how Farouk was always ended up where the teeth chattering people were because he knew the monk was doing it, so he went where it was to try to uh... find the monk. And everyone else thought it was Farouk doing it because he's pure evil, and so yes. they thought the monk wasn't anywhere there, and it was just Farouk making people sick for no reason. Okay. This is why we have this to talk it, about this show. Because inevitably yeah. one of us is confused about yeah. something. Yes. So uh, apparently Typhoid Monk was there, broke out, was able to subvert the children with his creepy song. Straight up like Pied Piper. Um, and then we we find out that David is able to bust people out of cool. Chatterville. Yeah. We get a really nice scene in a Ptolemy's head where he's Ptolemy. just... Ptolemy. Ptolemy. Yep. Yeah, P- me. The P is silent. The P is silent. Is it? Yes. Yes. It's like pterodactyl. Yo, no. Legitimately, that was one of the greatest suits I've ever seen. Dude, the thing oh, was amazing. And I hope, I hope that character, like, I hope the actor was like, I'm just gonna. Keep yeah. Be all, this. Oh, that's so weird. It fell into my car. Who well, knew? It's, like, <laughs> it's tailored for him. Who yeah. else is gonna fit in this? Me. So it's going home with me. Yes. He just leaves in like a huge sweater and baggy pants. And <laughs> like, what are you wearing under there? Nothing. <clears throat> like did you borrow that sweatshirt from the rock it's very big <laughs> so yeah um david david comes across uh guy carry two of them go into ptolemy's brain space mm-hmm. pop him out they go into melody's brain space we get like this sick ass it was like a zork game. no dude it was like zork like i don't know, I don't know oh man reference. it was an old school uh text-based adventure game and it was great <laughs> am I or am I awesome? I mean, it's a synonym. Why not but, both? Like, Jesus. Um, Your little face. I like. Sometimes I forget how awesome I am. Oh, how, I know how nerdy my friends are. <laughs> I love all of you, and I value that about you. But like, there are moments when I'm like, oh fuck. You're, Sometimes oh, you take my breath away. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Berlin. Nailed it. What? That's what? the band they... that sings that literal song. Look at you with music <laughs> knowledge. Jesus! Wow. Okay, so we know the music hierarchy here. <laughs> apparently, I didn't know I knew that. <laughs> I know way more about music than her. Well, you don't know Berlin, apparently. Oh. Well, is it from the 80s? I don't care about that. Yes! <laughs> yes, it is! What is happening? Oh, my God. I don't care about that decade. Get oh, out. that's right. She thinks the 70s was the best decade Ew. for music. Correct. 80s was the peak of music. Mm. We'll have this fight later when we have more time. <laughs> anyway, um... Blah, they, blah, blah. They broke out Melanie, too. Yeah. And then they just wandered around looking for people. Yeah, really? They come across a cow a bunch? Um, <laughs> like, so the, weird? I don't know what's going on this there. This show is, like, weird for reasons that make well, no sense. And then I, I don't understand what happened between the two Carries, where Guy Carry finds Girl Carry and she's become a chatter person. And then he can't merge with her, so instead he sort of evaporates into glitter. Like, what? What was that? No, he merged with her. But he. But normally, when they merge, they sort of just like shoop together. Oh, maybe it's fancy merging. I I got it that it was hard for him to do it the way like to just do it. So he stood there and like meditated a little, and then like faded into her. Okay, I hope so. Yeah, I, I think it was sure just what... like a very slow merge. Yeah, like usually <laughs> okay. they just merge like a rubber band snaps together. Mm-hmm. And I think this one it was more like a, like a meld. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think he's fine. Okay, I was concerned about. What yeah. He so I, mean, um, I could be wrong. This show's fucking weird. We get a bunch of flashbacky stuff to um, the was it the Migo monks um, taking Farouk's body, burying it beneath their temple, 
And then Can I say a fucking bad idea? Yeah. I was laughing so hard at this because like, no fucking shit. It drove you all slowly crazy. He's pure evil and you buried him in your basement. Yeah. You're dumb. Like, stick him in the garden at least. You're in the middle of a desert. Like, just bury him out there yeah. somewhere. Five hundred feet that way. The thing is, is is what you do is you you bury him there, but then you assign like two monks to live there. And then you everybody has like a six month shift. So you just cycle everybody out. Make it like a three-day shift. I was going to say, like, a month taps. And you have to, like, spend every three days sleeping outside away from the house. Yeah. So I was like, you have to have at least two people there. You can't just have one. Or they're just completely insane. Completely insane. You can't just just live over (laughs) pure evil. Um, And then we see the monk spidered up in the corner with weird brain wires running to uh, Admiral Fukuyama. Basket face? Basket face and his... uh, Beatles ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Basket face and the lady Beatles. And uh, he's That's my new emo band. <laughs> trying to find a weapon to defeat Farouk. And Well, they don't Turns trust David. Out, David's the weapon. Who knows? What? And then uh David and the monk talk on the roof and then the monk jumps off the roof. Cuz he did his duty and now he can kill himself after having lived over pure evil for forever. Yeah. Yeah. After that, you just you just want to check out. I'm done. And um, we actually had a cool on the the weird B side, just telling us about strange brain dementia thingies. Um, it it was all about oh the twitching. Yeah, conversion mm-hmm. disorder, and um, started out with the, the twitching and how that spread, and then talks about um, mass hysteria and the the dancing plague, and which is a real thing. It is, is, and that's weird, terrifying, and I don't like it. <laughs> But also super applicable to yeah, mm-hmm. this whole chatter thingy. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting, too, because you spend enough time with people and you start to pick up their idiosyncrasies mm-hmm. along, like, you have your own, but then, like, as a friend group, we all start, like, like we all start saying the same words or we all start moving the same way or we pick oh, yeah. up the same manner. How long did it take all of us to start saying whelp? Oh, my well, God, fucking John people. <laughs> yeah, or bro, like. <sighs> Good times. Well, there's a lot of stuff like that that really <laughs> makes me believe in the theory of the collective unconscious that we're all sort of connected on some sort of um like like subconscious level because mm-hmm. of the way that we that stuff flows we, that through we, society. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Shield, episode 18, where everything just goes terribly wrong. Is this our second block? Yes. Okay, so this has to end soon so we can get to our third block. I, I don't know if we're going to we have a third one. I think it might just be two 12-ish episode mm-hmm. ones this time. That's fine, too. I mean, <laughs> it's feeling a little long, but I think that's yeah. just because we came off of the perfect three-block season. Yeah. Also, um, I miss Robbie Reyes, like, a lot. Yeah. Correct. So I, I assume he'll show up at this point because this is just the best of season, <laughs> and everything is coming back so there was and there i really like how uh, throughout this whole season there's been a lot of callbacks to season one and earlier seasons uh there were there were two like um i don't want to say verbal but like two bits of dialogue that were from the very first episode where fitz is talking about how he and simmons work together and he's like i'm engineering she's biotech Mm. which is like the first line one of the first things we say yeah and then when um Daisy tries to give May a gun, and she's like, if I need one, I'll take one. And that's just, from, like, the second episode. Yes. At the Mayan thing. Yeah. Dude, it's just all uh, callbacks all the time. Do you think they're worried they're going to get canceled? I, I 
Well, they they have said they are planning this season as if it, this will be the last season. Well, I it, hope it won't be. And I honestly, I hope that Disney leans so heavy into ABC to pick them up for season five because they know that they're rolling out their streaming service yeah. and they wanted Shield to go on to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I feel like that'd be a very good cornerstone for for their be, streaming yeah. service. Yeah. Though honestly, though, if they wanted this to be their last season and they wrap it up well and they wanted to end Shield and then do something different, I'd, I'd be, be here down. for that too. Oh sure, yeah, that yeah, would be great. Don't too. be supernatural about it. Don't plan the yeah. perfect ending of your show and then continue on for twelve more years. But but also, that last well. season of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. had a lot of the same thing, where they didn't know if they were going to get renewed. So they did a very nice, like, capstone, this is how it ends. We, you know, we leave it open for a thing, but also, but also it would just okay feel if good if yeah. this was the end of it. <laughs> so I, I trust them at this point to, yeah. to keep doing it. Also, like, I think that's good prep work. You never really know what's going to happen in May. And so I like that they're like, we may or may not get canceled, so let's do something great and mm-hmm. leave it in a way where we're either satisfied or we could pick it up again. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard line to walk. But like you said just now, they did well last year. Yeah. Uh, I think one of my favorite moments this episode was Colson trying to talk to May. And oh he's like, God. we didn't finish our conversation. And she's like, I said what I had to say. Peace. Dude, that was so great. I was like, ooh, you're in trouble. <laughs> she is done with his white knight bullshittery. Yeah, because she wants to live a life together. And yeah. he's being really dumb or, about it. At the bare minimum have him alive yes yeah yeah even if they're not together she yeah. values him as a person and, and wants what? him to not be stupid that's what love is you just want them to be alive and yeah. be happy yeah if you if they're not gonna be happy with you that's acceptable that's fine as long as they're happy but mm-hmm. they're not allowed to just let themselves die yeah. unacceptable i agree so we have a um, daisy and may break into hale's secret hideout uh hale's like i immediately story. cool i surrender you should go look at Creel. Shit's gotten real weird. Like I like O'Hale's like, thank Christ, please help me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like her and that one lieutenant just like running this whole show. And she's like, I am outmatched. Yeah. This please is not fun me. anymore. Hmm. So uh, they, they find out that um, Ruby and Strucker have done all this crap. They broke out. They're trying to destroy of worlds it up. Um, they all arrive on site. Which beforehand, though, we have uh, the the two bad children, basically, uh, bullying Simmons Fitz around and being total buttholes. Correct. And then everything just goes uh, so terribly so wrong. They go ahead and they fix the thing because... Which is dumb. Okay. Like, I understand where they're coming from when they say, I can't pick anything else over you. But here's the thing. You should. You should be you should be unselfish when it comes to the literal the world. world. You you Whatever. should you should just you should just die. <laughs> Sorry, that's bleak, but you should wow. just die. If somebody says it's you or the world, I'm like the world. I can die. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was mad about that, but so they go ahead and they fix it, and then moron Ruby climbs in. She gets eight percent shot up with gravitonium. Dude, it and reminded cannot me, handle it. It reminded me so much of Cap 1. Oh, and yeah. The thing looks I think, just I think, like it. I think it's yeah. supposed to. Which, yeah, sure, sure. I think that's the vibe they were going for, but... Uh, but yeah. she can't hack it. Like, I'm sure it hurt just as much for Steve, but Steve could handle it. Well, Steve was, like, 24. Yeah. And she's, what, 17? Also, the, I, I feel like weird <laughs> shit gravitonium probably isn't designed to go into you uh, as much as hey we 
want this to actually yeah. work and uh howard stark made it to you not know kill you. in general i'm on the side <laughs> of steve rogers is the strongest person emotionally mentally and physically on the planet i am in that camp i'm on that bandwagon yes. but i'm kind of with kenneth on this like that sucked for steve but like gravitonium is a literal metal and they atomized it and then infused it into her cells and that's, that's not suck. how metal that, that works can't feel good no. also it's infused with two other people like this is not a good plan. No. So my yeah. only my only concern, like, you know, kill Ruby, don't kill Ruby, whatever. I have no opinion. Um, my my concern here is tactically was this a sound plan? Because we don't know what's going to happen with this weird gravitonium shit. We should have just sedated her. Yes. Yeah. But also, like, she took Yo-Yo's <laughs> arms, and she's a tiny so- psychopath. So I'm kind of also okay with her being dead. I understand where I understand where Yo-Yo is coming from because she took her arms. Legitimately, like Quake should have quaked her the fuck out of that room if she didn't want her to kill Ruby. The second Yo-Yo showed up, I went, "Well, she's gonna kill Ruby." Like we all know who Yo-Yo is as a person. Well, especially because this whole season has been about how no one can follow orders mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, ever. Actually, although <laughs> I was thinking about it, and I kind of like, I feel like for you know Shield. And all of these people are definitely, worse comes to worse, sometimes they will kill people. They, they've got their night-night gun, they've got their powers, they knock people out. You know, sometimes people die, that's part of being a secret government organization. Yeah. They really try to avoid it. And then they go into the future, and they see this bleak dystopia where it's all just shades of gray. And I kind of feel like they have taken that more pragmatic shades of gray morality back to the present and are learning that hey if you want to actually change the future all of those shitty decisions we made in the future we should be making right now to avoid that future and i it's it's an interesting character development for what is outside of show best grant ward the a bunch of goody goodies who always try to do the absolute goody best thing and and them kind of reconciling that sometimes you really have to make that hard call and not be Barry Allen and, you know, do do the thing that sucks morally and emotionally right now to save the world later. And I, I'm kind of digging seeing them go through that. Well, it's it's tough because you can see Fitz and Simmons sort of doing it, but still trying to justify it to themselves which I think is a stretch, is a strain for me, because I think you have to sort of accept that what you're doing is morally wrong, but that you think, based on the context, that the ends will justify the means. Mm -hmm. But I think they're trying to convince themselves that because of what they saw in the future, what they're doing is right, or at least not Fitz, Fitz is not, but Simmons is. And it's a little, that's a little wearying for me. I could see that, but then also I wonder how much of that future that they got to was because they always were doing the absolute morally white knight thing. And so maybe now we're flipping that, but then who knows because time shit is so weird. Well, maybe the world broke because they stopped doing the white knight thing. Correct. And who knows? Like, we don't know. The world didn't break when they were white knighting it up, and then they went fucking rogue and selfish, and the world shattered. I mean, they also didn't have an organization trying to cram people full of gravitonium previously. You say organization, so. and I just think you're giving her too much okay. credit. Hail and friends. <laughs> there we go. Aw, the Nazi friends. Yay. Um, 
I like how she crushed Von Strucker's oh, head. Oh, my God. God. That was Dude. Crazy. As a doop doop. He's uh, like, I love uh, you, baby. Spoosh. Yeah. Actually, and I really like, oh, my God. Like, she's just so creepy because she spent this entire episode watching and commenting on Fitz and Simmons' relationship and then, like, pantomiming doing that with Strucker and, like, doing the same face stuff that, like, hey, one of them would touch the other's face and then she would do that with Strucker but without any of the emotion behind yeah. it. And, like, ugh, she's well, creepy. Think, well, she didn't grow up with anybody. No, no. And like, her mother is yeah. not exactly affectionate or demonstrative. For sure. So I think she's just trying to, like, <laughs> ape it, but she doesn't understand... Like the emotions behind things. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I I totally get that. I just I really like that it's that creepy. was happening. Yeah. Well, it was it was interesting for me because I'm watching it and I'm trying to figure out if she actually feels real emotion for Strucker. Yeah, if I she, couldn't figure that out. If she wants to and is trying to mime that because that's what she's seeing from Fitz and Simmons, or if it's all bullshit and she's just trying to manipulate him. I could not get a read. I, I thought it was the third one for a long time. <laughs> But the way she reacted when he died, I was yeah. like, oh, no, she did like him. Yeah. I, I think she did at least somewhat like him, but didn't know how to emote it mm-hmm. until basically until he died. And then maybe all those emotions kind of came crashing in at once. Yeah, because then it's not even because then it's a multitude of things. Then it's I've killed my my only ally. I've killed this dude that I might like who might like me and I've completely lost control and I don't have control over my own body, which Mm -hmm. is all at once. This is why you don't put 17-year-olds into, like, body-changing machines. Yeah. Their bodies are already changing. They're already changing. They're covered in (laughs) hormones. There's too much going on. Their frontal lobe hasn't fully developed. Like, like, wait. Yeah. So, and then on the B side, we have just some of the best male bonding ever between... Colson, Mac, and Deke. And I, I don't know. I was there for it. May, maybe y'all didn't like it, but it made me very happy. I, I do like that they told him that he should give her lemons. I like, I I like, you guys don't do that, that here? And they're both like, yes, we do that. Definitely do that. Get her Definitely. lemons. I was like, that's how you pull a prank. The only problem is now Daisy's going to have had one of the most emotionally terrifying just days of her life. A bed covered and in yeah, lemons. just she's going to come home to a lemon and be like, why? I don't. Why is this happening? I can't deal with this. <laughs> I actually, or, legitimately, I can't wait for that scene. I can't wait to see her face. Or even worse, like she's not going to go back to the base soonish. Deke's going to go out into the field. Also, he is going to die, and <gasps> then she's going to go back to a bed with a lemon on it. And Colson or Mac is going to tell her. They're not going to tell her if he no. dies. If he I died, would not no. tell her. I hope they don't. No. no. Colson is a father. Yeah, he would take that to the grave. He's not going to tell his baby girl some we'll just, boy was in love uh, with her. We'll have the saddest look died. ever between Colson and Mac. Oh yeah, Colson and Mac will take that to the grave, and they'll just like get drunk and talk about it between themselves. Mm-hmm. So they're both dads at this point. My my optimal thing is it's at a good the very prank. least, yeah. They're both alive to see this lemon thing happen. If, Beatrice, if either of us fall in love, we need to just give them a lemon apropos of nothing. <laughs> yes. It could be a good litmus test. <laughs> How to know that your partner is into the same shit as you. I Hand did, them a lemon. I did message somebody on OkCupid today because his uh, you should message me if was you're not throwing away your shot. <laughs> ah! Nice. What did you send him? Was it a Hamilton quote? Yes. In response? What quote? Nerd. 
Oh, no, I, not, a, not a quote. I just told him that I, I loved Hamilton and I uh, asked him if he had had a chance to see it while it was in the city. It's coming back. He should go again. Okay. But yeah. back to this show. Lemons. And, um, oh, and then on the seaside, Talbot's uh, brain stuff is in way too deep. Aww. And I'm kind of, well, I'm half disappointed. Did he die? I can't remember. No. No. No, no, no. They um, shot him with a night night gun. Yeah. Yeah, <gasps> he's asleep gun. again. Yeah, he he tried he to, to kidnap Robin. Wakanda. Yes, <laughs> another white boy for sure to take care of. Yeah, like I'm I'm kind of irritated with Mac for not recognizing the hydro, hydro programming, but then also I had to remember that he was with Main Shield at that point and mm-hmm. not with Offshoot Shield that was dealing with all of this shit. Yeah. So, eh. but also like Talbot was acting so shifty. He was like he literally said that thing about compliance. Yeah, like Mac, call that in, bro. To, I don't know, like the three other I people like how, that work there. I like how the two most important women in Coulson's life literally went, you're not going out in the field. You cannot be trusted. Mm. You mm-hmm. are going to sit here at base and do nothing. Yeah. He's like, uh, okay. Also, we locked all the doors. We sealed all the windows and I'm taking the keys. <laughs> I Have left, fun. I left you your lunch. It's in the fridge. <laughs> it's in the fridge. Also, I really like that Talbot's final thing. What Like he... S- broke the programming enough to realize mm-hmm. he was being programmed and was going to kill himself yes. to stop it from being a problem. Like, I have problems with this guy, but he's been such an interesting character for like three years mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And I really dig his relationship with Coulson. They trust each other, but they don't. And they like each other, but they don't. Like, I yeah. just like that well, dude, a lot. And this season, like, we, we saw Talbot in the middle of being captured by Hydra was just screaming how Coulson was going to come yeah. rescue him. And then Coulson right. snaps Talbot out of the programming by saying, you're my friend. I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, sensitive Kenneth. I psh, Please, look at you two. Come at me. I did not cry in this episode. I did not cry well, no, but you're both blubberers about other stuff. I mean, it's not, not an wrong. insult, my love. That's fine. I'm just saying we're all in this together. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yes. Like a weird Bebo Care Bear stare. Uh, <laughs> ah, then she's out. You ruined the moment. Yes. Name of my porn tape. <laughs> okay, and last but not least, we have Krypton, episode Yay! two. I thought you were serious about us. Nah, nah, about we'll it. just cut all the other stuff. The show's fun. Kenneth, talk it's, to us about your emotions, because apparently this episode got you emotional. Uh, that, I don't know. It's been so long since I watched right. it now. Um, <laughs> I like Adam Strange. I really don't like the the leader. Like even even regardless of what you believe, don't be a shitty little dickbagged teenager whose parents you just killed. Um, yeah, like his Lita. shock and surprise at him being like, "I'm never gonna wear your crap." Yeah, like, like why are you shocked? You murdered. His learn parents how in front of him. people's emotions work, you dum dum. Oh my god! Um, I love. Um, I'm not gonna remember her first name. Little Miss Zod. Oh, Nissa. No, Lita. Uh, Nita. Lita. 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 She was amazing this episode. I love when she straight up murdered that dude. No, no mercy. I like how he called for mercy and she <laughs> she's killed him all. Anyway. <laughs> nope. That guy sucked. And her mom was like, "I've never been." So I bad. got my proud smirk on. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so... Um, I would like to talk about her fiancé. I didn't think he'd be, like, a cool or chill dude. Or mm-hmm. I just thought maybe they were just being wed to be wed or whatever. But he, like, cares about her. Well, because in the first episode, we really only saw him be emotionless. Yeah. And, but that's, like, that's like his just, you know, resting murder face. But he obviously does care about her. Yeah. It was really nice to see that they have a good relationship. They talk openly to one another about what's going on in their lives. 
And he cares about what happens to her because this whole like being like organized marriage thing mm-hmm. and no one really knows why since you grow babies in incubators anyway, like he's been throwing me off. But mm-hmm. I guess I like the idea that you can still have like an interpersonal relationship with this person. Mm-hmm. Also, he looks a lot like the guy who played Teal. Oh, my God. He could be Teal's son. Like, <laughs> he, they have the same, like, From SG1. Oh. And they have the same eyelashes. Naturally. And they have the same mouth. And I was so distracted the entire time. Oh, my God. also very pretty and very stoic. Mm-hmm. So tall. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep. Anyway. So, um, we we have Sieg talking to uh, Vex in this. Seg? Seg. Seg. Yeah. We have Siggy talking to Vex in this. And Vex reveals that um, Seg's grandfather had supposedly discovered this world collector far from Krypton, and so he was deemed radical because of that. And it inadvertently kind of revealed to Seg that, oh, maybe Adam Strange wasn't bullshitting me, and this Brainiac thing actually is a problem. Uh, And so he gives up, at that point, his plan to kill Vex, gets into the Science Guild, so he can uh, get a hold of a tablet and rummage through all their data, which also who gives unlimited access to somebody on day one in the science guild? That's I don't like that. But, you know, whatever. Um, I think to get into the guild, you have to have proven yourself in some way. But he didn't I, have to. Man, I guess. But there's got to be like tiers well, no, what of I'm saying data is I think control. The tiers of data control came before you actually get into the guild. So hmm. you've like by getting into the guild, you've earned it. But because Vex is like second in command of all of Krypton... He just kind of went, whoop, you're in. I guess. I guess. Grumble, this grumble. is what bothers him. So, uh, Vex's daughter, Nissa. Give, is that her name? Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, give Seg his parents' ashes. As Where are they? What? Well, they are because he takes them to the Fortress of Solitude and uses their oh, DNA right. to pop open and talk to hologram grandfather. Um, uh, that was so sad when you tried to hug him. Yeah. His no. name is Hologramps. Hologramps. She was so <laughs> proud of herself, and yes, I, I threw myself out of second story window. What about Grandpa Graham? No, I no. like Hologramps. Fine. Okay. Change approved. Um, and Val talks a lot more about Brainiac, and we find out, oh, this is apparently the Fermi paradox, and it's just all bad. What's the Fermi, the Fermi paradox? It's the why... If we are sufficiently advanced to have radio waves and see other stars, why we haven't uh, seen any signs of alien life. And it's because what if something is out there nomming civilizations before they can reach that point? And, or we just got lucky and are the only ones who got that to yeah. that point? Or, you know, maybe something's coming for us. Who knows? So, you know, well, that's going to fester. Yeah, thanks, You're man. welcome. Yeah, uh, so it, it essentially, Brainiac is essentially a, a Fermi Paradox uh, mm-hmm. machine, um, and it's all bad. Uh, I was a little annoyed that uh, Strange didn't want to give up his ball cap. Like, come on, you can get another one when you go home. Yeah, that, that seemed real weird. Also, I like how he got him a whole new outfit that costs a lot of money, but he was still fucking wearing that dumbass cap. And I'm like, when Seg said you didn't fit in, it's because of the ball cap moron also <laughs> i love the bartender guy um being like that i'm glad that's gone it looked like you had a little bill coming out of your head or like a beak <gasps> and i really uh Kern, also, also Kern. He's, 
He's about 30 to 40 percent hotter with the hat off. Oh, my God. It was amazing yeah, he how looks much pretty hotter schlubby. he was. Well, it's, the, it's like the hat and the with hood the hood up thing up. just doesn't like, look great. Yeah, don't no, do that. Nobody looks good like that. Nah. Also, in this place, you're drawing more attention to yeah, yourself than You less. look real weird. Mm-hmm. Although, also, it is weird that, like, no one covers their head other than the voice of Ra with the full mask thing. Like, No, there are no hats. Yeah, no hats. I don't like it. Well, they live in a perfectly sealed hermetic bubble. You don't need a hat. There's no sun. There's, there's no, no rain. rain. There's no wind. Yeah, I guess that is true. Yeah. Huh. Huh. What I, I enjoyed a lot is when he was talking about how Ra created the universe and built the most perfect planet, Krypton, for us to live on because it's perfect. Oh, but just kidding. We can't live here. We have to live inside sealed bubbles. Yeah. And I went, how does this religion get sold to anyone? Hey, you catch them while they're young. How hard is it, do you think, to, like, wear that hat thing? Like, do you think when Ra gets home, he, like, takes it off the way we take off jeans? Probably, yeah. And it just, like, sits on the couch for a while. It's it's like, God damn. Fuck that hat. The longer he hangs around wearing that dumb hat thing. The less I respect him. No, the more I want to know what his face looks like under there. I'm like, is it just a regular face? Or is he, like, scarred? Or does he have no head at all? Is he a robot? I assume he's, like, super hot. Takes off the helmet. It's going to be like Kylo Ren in um, the <laughs> first. Oh, yeah. Just where total pretty He's wearing the mask and, he, and there's nothing wrong with him. <laughs> it's like he's fine. Man, that guy's so extra. He sucks. <laughs> um, and on the B side, we have uh, Kurum and Adam out playing in a meteor shower. And they find info that Brainiac's already here. He's here. Woo. Dun, dun, dun. Also... Nissa sucks and is apparently working with her dad to mm. manipulate. Mm. I'd say well, I'm holding out hope that she's a triple agent. That'd be cool. That, I would dig it because I really I I liked her. Like she seems pretty cool. Well, if she um in true Slytherin fashion, she may be waiting to see which side looks like it's gonna win and then pick the side that's gonna be best for her. I agree with that. She should be a Hufflepuff. Best house. Yeah. Alright, but let's calm down. They love everyone. It's true. They're very sweet. <laughs> wow, that was a real bless your heart. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Seaside, we had the the military guild getting ready to go do a... Uh, Technically, this is D-side. You already said Seaside. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. many sides. Yeah. Um, they they wanted to do a purge of the slums to try to weed out the, the Black Zero terrorists. But really, they're just classist fuckfaces. Yeah. And Correct. they want to kill some poor people. Yeah. And Light is like, nah, fuck you guys. I like how Light goes, this is not right. I, I'm going to challenge like you this. for command of this division. And then kills Murders that dude. Murders that guy. And... Well, she killed him in ritual combat. Yeah, I don't think so, that's murder, as technically. <laughs> Back up off my new boyfriend, number one. <laughs> yeah, so... No, no, she's got her own police squadron. Yeah, oh, she's in cool. charge of a whole squad of, like... Well, I hope she teaches them to be, like, chiller. Yeah, just be, like, just be They're just, like, really cool. hopped up when they go out on the streets. And it's like, calm down, man. Damn. Yeah. Classism is bad, guys. Well, that's why, you, Correct. Ed, as a wise man once said, you shouldn't have the military acting as police. Correct. Admiral Adama. Yup. <laughs> what up? Well, what's what's the? There's a back half of that quote when you when you have the military acting as the police, they treat civilians like enemy combatants or something like that. Yeah, or something like when the military acts as the police, then you're no longer protecting the citizenry or something. Something like we'll that. We'll have to look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Okay. And uh, I'm into this show. My God, 
I like that five we, hours later. We have a that literal is our podcast. We have a ticking clock, but it's a cape. It's a ticking cape. Yeah, it's Beauty and the Beast's rose in cape form. <laughs> no, it's like Marty McFly's photo. Ooh, yeah. Okay, I got it. It is. Uh, there's a reason you separate. Mm, it went away. Oh Fucking my god! Interest. Mm. I feel like you don't have it. There's a reason you separate military and the police. One fights the enemies of the state; the other serves and protects the people. When the military becomes both, then the enemies of the state tend to become the people. Correct. Yeah, god, I love that show. Uh, Let's well, yeah. watch that show. Except for the back half of season four. Yeah, where it gets real weird. Okay, and on that note, uh, we are back tomorrow morning in your feeds for Thor Ragnarok. Whoop, whoop. And also, stick around after the outro because we have a lot of real weird talk. Uh, ghost house. Where, yeah, we just evolved into weird ghosts and uh, collective human unconscious. It's great. So, listen up. We will see you tomorrow. Sam Bam time. Sam Pow channel. Ghost Sam Pow! <laughs> nah, we, we know who we are. Oh yeah, I mean, there, there's pretty good chance that we have a collective psychic unconscious, mm-hmm. and that I was gonna say, Ken is really into this. Yeah, that that is my jam, dude. Like, if you you're know going how down, I love flat earthers. He loves the collective subconscious. Well, except, but you love them because they're dumb. Yeah, well, I, I, I love them because them, I, I feel like love them. it could actually be a thing. Yeah. I don't know. Like there, there's too much weird shit where things happen that shouldn't. And I well, I feel that makes a lot more sense than, and I, I, I don't want to poop on your beliefs, but ghosts and stuff like that. Ah! <laughs> well, I love, I love urban legends. And one of the things that I love so much is when you look at urban legends in ancient societies, um, Places that have no connection to each other will spontaneously come up with the same sort of myth that everybody has, like vampire myths or everyone has a bear myths. myth. Places that don't have bears have a bear still myth. have bears running around in their mythology. It quiet. doesn't make sense. Do you know what I found out? This weird. Um, I don't believe in ghosts, but I think I saw a ghost house. What? What? Yeah, I don't know what to tell What's, you. That's just a collective like a house psychic a unconscious house. Or no, no, no. I was dr- a go- like a house that used to exist. And it doesn't anymore, but I think I saw it from before. Okay, so... What, yeah, you're getting like a psychic reverb, wait, if anything. No, one Come second, on. One second, sidebar. <laughs> I, I don't believe that, like, when you die, your actual personality is, like, trapped here, and you just have to sort of wander around and poke at people. I mean, legit, I'd sign up for that, but continue. But I do think that... Um, really strong emotions or events can cause some sort of like psychic echo psychic resonance yes we, up top yeah. oh wow. my god you uh, this table's too far away to high five <laughs> because like if you go to a place where something really terrible happened or something or like a church oh, yeah or things like that that There's that sort of stuff lingers but then yeah. how much of that is specifically that it happened and the the event was a catalyst or that you heard or about that it. you heard about it and then it spreads through this unconscious psyche mm-hmm. and so since everyone knows this terrible thing happened here you have all this unconscious wonder, connection channeling into I it. I wonder mm-hmm. if you had never heard about a place having a horrible thing like you went in completely It would clean, be really interesting. If yeah. You would still feel weird about we it. We should start kidnapping people and test this. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. That no, went sh- to a dark place. Did it? Anyway, the point is I was yes. I was driving home and there's this freeway like off ramp 
on and like a hill and i'm like driving and i like glance over to the left and i like see a house and then i go back and i'm like oh that house is cute and then i look back and there's no house what it's like a mound underneath a freeway on ramp and i was like what the fuck and like i just sat there at the light trying to get this house to come back oh man you saw like the house from up basically basically so i think what happened was i had read a couple articles about the 1906 earthquake and the way in which it changed the landscape of san francisco but no one remembers because when you forget your history you're doomed to repeat it and so now we're building all these um really tall skyscrapers on what's basically shells and garbage and how one kind of big earthquake and we're all fucking doomed and so i I think we're okay san francisco is gonna fall over but i work there kenneth (laughs) I work anyway. in Pleasanton on the third story. I'd be all right. You'll be fine. Um, anyway, so I think like I was in a weird mental place where mm-hmm. I was thinking about the way the buildings were built. And like every time I drove home for like a week, I was like looking at the skyscrapers and imagining. So I'm sure it was just like my brain going, oh, there was probably a house in a Victorian San Francisco style that mm. used to be here, but now the freeway's here. But legit, I think I saw a ghost house. Weird. Yeah. Don't tell Ingrid. Can I also tell you that there there is an interesting theory about why people see aliens? Um, that people who think they've had connection with aliens is really a, a, like a like a Venn diagram of the collective unconscious and people seeing what they want to believe and um, like the and the theory of uh, multiple universes. Mm-hmm. And so, what you're actually seeing is something from another, like a parallel universe that's intersecting with ours, and that's our brain trying to translate that. Mm-hmm. And because people expect to see <laughs> aliens, that's what their brain translates. Like, how do into. I rationalize and this? Into something I understand. I was just thinking, what if it's like that thing we read where that girl went to sleep and became other people? Yeah. What if it's like that where you think you see aliens, but really you were asleep and you weren't dreaming, but you were inside someone else who was awake living their life? Dude, I read about this guy who lived, like he fell, hit his head on the curb, and while he was unconscious, lived 20 years in his life. And then like, what? Grew up got married, had kids, and then, like, 20 years down the road, there was a lamp in his house that he lived in with his wife and kids, and something just looked off about it. And the more that he stared at it, the more it, like, just looked weird until his brain kind of shattered, and he woke up back on the curb. And then he had to go through this whole, like, breakdown basically of hey i lost my loved ones and they were never real Uh, and like i can't even imagine that that shit okay i need if that is an article you read i need you to send it to me i'll look that up yeah holy shit also put that in the show notes (laughs) okay yeah we'll link that (laughs) legitimately the human brain is insane and there is so much we do not know or understand about it oh yeah like it is a fascinating little set of muscles Okay, so on that note, anyway, we should get back onto this. Uh, yeah, maybe we should it. just skip Krypton again this month. No! We just Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and done, because we're no! at like an hour right now. Uh, we got to get back on this. No more aliens. <laughs> okay, so let's, uh, let's go to... We could also cut all this ghost house alien shit out. <laughs> we could. Okay, fine, put it, fine, fine. Put it at the end as outtakes. 